Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 20th episode of Talk Local. Uh, <laughs> good old, lucky number 20. Um, today in studio, we are joined uh, by a special guest, and that's uh, Brie Zolfo. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, you, do you go by Brie or do you go by Brienne? Everyone Which calls one? me Brie unless I'm in trouble. Then my parents <laughs> call me Brienne. You go Brienne, and then what's the middle name? Does the middle name ever Marie, come up? Brienne, Brienne Marie. Brienne Marie, so that's when it's like... Yeah, re- you're in big trouble. Well, I don't feel like you're 18 anymore, so you still get that? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've like, met both your parents. I know anymore. your dad's not calling you Brienne Marie. Oh. I know there's no way. You know, he works twice at the cafe during the week every no, week. No way. <laughs> well, I'll have to stop in for those days. I've been, yeah. I've been uh, selfishly going and um, I've been dealing with you when I'm there. So I got to go and uh, deal with him more. Um, but so for those who may not know you, you own Cafe Fresco. Um, yep. It's a coffee shop in Crown Point. And you also own a Froyo business in Munster. Yeah. And is it called Froyo? Yeah. The, it used to be called Frozen Yogurt Express. It's been there 31 years. But they no shortened way. it to Froyo like six years ago. So. And you're you're a lifetime Crown Point resident. Yeah, I love Crown Point. It and makes me so happy. As we found out today, you're also a Purdue University Lafayette grad. I am. So you've got a lot of commonalities here. Yeah. See. Yeah. We're more alike than we knew. Who knew? Look at this. Yeah. So <clears throat> I know you had no expectations coming in today, and we uh, kind of put this together a little bit last minute. But is there uh, what kind of expectations did you have coming in? Is this uh, meeting up for it? I know you, I know you've told me some stuff. But yeah, this wanna... room is crazy. Like it's the coolest room, and it has so many good things, and yeah, I like it. And you said it was much smaller in person. Yeah, because I feel like you must zoom out though in the videos or something. It makes it look huge. We try to Tom Cruise this room as much as possible and make him look like Yao Ming when it's uh, when it's on camera. <laughs> My expectation was to interview you today. Oh, so did you write down questions? Did you prepare? No, I'm just winging it. This is just like I just go off the cuff. Well, I was really excited to have you on because we've been starting to kind of partner up a little bit more and doing some stuff. And one of those things that we did a couple of weeks ago was we went to Aldi. And that's a really cool thing. And you were mentioned on one of our uh, former podcasts by Steve Dykstra and uh, Kevin Brinesma. I know. I heard that. Yeah. (laughs) And you are an avid listener. You are an avid listener. Like you actually do listen. So it was really excited to have you on. I listen a lot. I think they're really interesting, though. Like all the guests you've had and all the topics you discuss, I think it's really interesting. Have you had a favorite? I don't know which one I like the best because I feel like they all have valid points, but I really like Nick and Chris. I thought that their one was awesome. Like, they really play off of each other, and they have, like, a good banter with each other, and that one was awesome. And you knew them? Did you know them in high school? Yeah. uh, Nick and I graduated together. Chris was two grades, three grades below me, but... Nick and I graduated together. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's been cool to see other people that went to Crown Point High School, like, do cool things in the square and the community. It's a big group of you guys. Yeah, there's a lot of us. We multiply. <laughs> you do. It's like you got Nick and Chris, and then you've got yeah. Caitlin from Green is Good, and yeah. then you've got yourself, and then is there any that I'm missing? I feel like there's more, way more Nick. Because I know, like, the Bryans, uh, Zach and Hannah, they're helping out with Dave over at Crown Brewing, so they're kind of getting yeah. into the decision-making side of things. No, it's cool because there's a lot of people, like, that have stayed local to Crown Point that haven't moved away that have been doing things in Crown Point, which is awesome because it's, like, most of them just want to get out of Crown Point and, like, they don't want to have anything to do with it. And the ones that stayed, it's cool to see them actually doing something with, you know. Sure. So, and then there's Jonathan and Whitney who went to Crown Point that are have the Cafe Racer coffee. Oh, cool. So they have their own coffee roasting. And, and there's the brother-sister combo of Dave and Laura Warney at Station 21. I know they yeah. were both Crown Point grads. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it's crazy. What do you, do you attribute anything to that flight of people leaving here? 
I think of people leaving Crown Point. Of just people well, like both kinda... my brothers left, so obviously okay. there's a push to leave Crown Point. <laughs> <laughs> so why? <laughs> I think that people want bigger and better, and they want like more opportunities. <clears throat> but when you look at it, like Crown Point's a small town. Like it's not meant to be like a Chicago or a New York. It's supposed to be a small town, and like it's a place to raise a family, not a place to like be world famous or anything. It's just like you're raising a family, and well, it's a I'm good shit community. Shit out of luck, Bree. <laughs> You just ruined my entire local 219 mission statement. <laughs> no, but it's a great place for a family, though. Like, it's a great community. Everyone super supports each other. But as far as, like, I don't know, people think they want more, and then they end up coming back to Crown Point. So, like, So it's like once they, once they have the kids and once they need the picket fence, it's yeah. like your Crown Point's back. back. Yeah. 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 I, I, I've been, I, so I was, uh, I, I kind of grew up, I had, like, a, a diverse background when it comes to, like, this area in particular. I grew up in the Hessville side of Hammond until eighth grade which we're talking 95. So it's like a completely different world than it was then. And then we moved to St. John. So I was south oh, of 30. Yeah, St. John's nice. It was fun. That's an awesome area. But I, I got to the end of, I was at, I was going to Hanover Central. So I was on the Hanover Township side. And so I we got that kind of real small town. You're calling Crown yeah. Point a small yeah, town. Cedar Lake is, is crazy. Yeah. And then um, I went to college at Purdue North Central. So I was in LaPorte and Westville area. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You moved around a lot. I did and spent significant time in each place. And I will say Crown Point is my favorite place so far. Yeah. It's an awesome community. And I don't know if it's because of like people like you and then people going out there and doing the networking or like having the conversations, but there's just such like a, it's a good time to be here too. Yeah. No. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are trying to really improve Crown Point. And I feel like a lot of the business owners are really trying to like do good and like there's a lot of young blood in Crown Point now that's like people my age who are around their 30s or late 20s that are like really pushing to like make it a new, you know, because I feel like it has potential to be Valpo. Sure. And like especially with all the connections and everything that everybody has now with the businesses and everybody like intertwining with each other and helping cross promote and like, you know. Yeah, Jerry Davidge said cross pollinate a couple days ago, which I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> that's the term. Awesome. Yeah, very scientific, but it makes a lot of sense. And I think that's what's really happening is like when we get to these <clears throat> standpoints of like, and I think it hasn't exactly happened yet, but when we can start to kind of gather around, um, and I think a lot of it was still, there's a little bit of that older mentality in us is that there's yeah. a f- sense of competition. Um, and I, that's one thing I was going to ask you about in particular is how do you deal with like you literally have a coffee shop two doors down from you, and then you've got the steam whistle one that's going that's that's in uh, the the fairgrounds. Is there some form of competition, or is it kind of more of a community and family kind of thing? I feel like it's more about community <clears throat> though because we have different options. Like steam whistle, they roast their own beans. Uh, the sip that's three doors down, they have a different coffee. So I feel like we all cater to different clientele. And so we're able to serve like different markets because it's like different ages we serve, different kinds of clientele, different coffee drinkers. And I feel like we need all three of those to be able to like serve all the different kinds of people that are in Crown Point. So I think it's like, if any competition, I feel like it's healthy competition because I think it's a necessity like on the square and in Crown Point because it's proving that we have enough people in Crown Point to support that many places, you know? And you're totally right because I've walked into the SIP at 3.30 and it's yeah. like you can't move. Yeah. And I've walked into your yeah. place. I think, who did I meet there? Last Friday, I met Ben David from Crown Brewing yeah. and I couldn't find him yeah. in that place. So it's crazy to see how populated that, that place could be. Yeah. No, and it's cool because it's like every place stays busy. <clears throat> There's no one that's looking to put another one out of business. It's like we can all survive together. So while we're at it, we might as well help each other. You know, there's no reason to get like vicious or anything. Like we all support 
you know? Sure, or sure. coffee, that's <clears throat> it. We sell coffee. <laughs> well, and you start to kind of define your own identities, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and so it seems like you've been really aggressive in the community side of things. Yeah. And I think that's, that's just probably in your DNA, right? No, and I, like growing up, that's always what my parents were about. My dad's had his business 31 years. You know, he's always been about the community and <clears throat> helping the community and my mom as well. Like when I first started the cafe, they were saying like, you need to help other people. You have a platform now that you're able to help people you could never reach before. You know, you can contact other people. You like have more exposure. And so in that regard, you're able to give back to the community, help the community and find different ways that your business can provide for other people. So that's awesome. And I know that's part of what drives us, at least for me, um, philosophically as well, is I'm really passionate about a few things. I think we've been, so we're starting some stuff up at the St. Jude House, which is like oh, that's d- awesome. domestic awareness. With is like Linda. Some, oh, she's I great. I love Linda. She's coming on in two weeks. <gasps> no way. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. She's great. We're going to be, uh, we've partnered up with them for their stand up for St. Jude event. Yeah, that's So we'll an be doing awesome some stuff event. there. Yeah. yeah. In that, I've been there last year. Really fun. Um, so, And they do such a good job. And do you know Lauren Zabrigan over there too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Carl's well, one of my Well, it's funny you friends. call her Zubrigan because we graduated together. Oh, and nice. when everyone calls her Zubrigan, I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot she got married. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know her. So Carl's been like a friend of mine for a decade. Yeah. And so there's that. And then um, we've also, we've been meeting with a couple of dog places too because we're big fans of dogs. Yeah. And I know Matt is a huge fan of cats. So we'll probably I do some kind cats. of. I love cats. You're a cat well, person too. Oh my too. gosh. That's why I love Matt's Instagram. It's awesome with all his cap. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. You have no idea how happy Matt is right now. That is. Oh my god! <laughs> you no just way. gave him a bike for Christmas. Yes, that is awesome. And so, wait. So, of, who did you partner with the, for the dogs and cats? Well, we're we're in conversations. Um, oh, okay. So, there's one event in particular that I think we're going to try to partner up. Coin the vet clinic. Oh yeah, here. I took my dog there. Could, that place is crazy. It's amazing. I want to stay there. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. They so have like a the, pool. And yeah. It looks like the Big Brother house. Yeah. If you're, if you're familiar with that show at yeah. all. Yeah. It's like, and then they got those like little areas. It's like all the rooms are, are named after golf courses. And so it's like, it's crazy. Like you can spend like the extra money for your dog to have the TV on all night. Yeah. It's no, wild. it's amazing. It's a wild. Well, when they place. gave me the different options for my dog, I'm like, who's staying here? <laughs> like you can get everything done. It's like a spa. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I want to, yeah, you're right. I want to stay there. I yeah. want to at least get, <laughs> yeah. just see what it's like for a day. Can I use the pool during the day? <laughs> I hear it's boarded, like when you board your your dog as well, like they give you like 15 pictures a day. Yeah. I hear it's no, like that's obnoxious. what's awesome. They text you all the time. <clears throat> Here's your dog in the pool. Here's your dog in the room. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, but for people who are like, I'm not a dog person, but for people who their dog is their child. Like, that's super important because while they're on vacation, they want to be seeing their animals. Oh, know? yeah. That's so, a, that's enough of a game yeah, changer for yeah, me. I'll take my yeah, dog there right away. Yeah. You know? um, but we're trying to put partner up with them and maybe Doc Smokehouse to run an event because what we're oh, going to start yeah. doing here is um, like conversations like we're having. It's really inspirational because you start to realize that there's this um, group of people that are like our age that yeah. really don't have those that don't have that same affiliation with any networking groups right now. Um, and That's what we need, young professional networking groups. This is yes. the problem with all the networking groups. They're talking about their grandchildren, and I can't relate to anything. Yeah, yeah, and I it know. It makes me crazy. It does, and it's like they're all like, no, nobody's ambitious. It's like everyone's kind of already like established, yeah. and so it's like being able to kind of have conversations with the like-minded people is something that we're aspiring yeah. to, and so 
You'll see that's what we're going to start doing next. Eric no, Zoso. But I feel like you're like, especially local 219 does a lot with that. <clears> but I feel like that's a big necessity that needs to be not just in Crown Point, but everywhere. Yeah. About like connecting young professionals because young professionals are who have like the energy and the motivation, the determination, like we got to make it and we got to make it big. Yeah. You know? and, and we've got to help each other yeah. out. I mean, we and that's the only it. way to survive. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Sure. It's community. Yeah. Um, and not only community on like the, the philanthropic side, but community and the support and of small businesses and businesses alike, yeah. right? Um, and partnering up. I know we talked in the green room about partnering up for a coffee. That would be that amazing. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. <laughs> that we should try be... to figure out some kind of percentage of that that goes to some kind of uh, Oh, charity. that would be cool. That'd Look be at awesome. you. Yeah, let's do it. I let's... like you more and more. This is awesome. <laughs> I really do care about philanth- philanthropy. Is yeah. that how you say it? Philanthropy? Philanthropy. Nice. That's a hard word. It is hard. <laughs> for an English guy, you think that'd be easier. It's I'm not. an English person. You graduated That's with my them? master's. Get out of here. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. No way. No wonder why you're so uh, romantic about books. I love books. I have something about books. Like, <clears throat> we were talking about digital and print. Yep. Like, print is 30 times better. I can't wrap my mind around digital books. That's, like, the weirdest concept. The weirdest <laughs> thing. And I just showed you a book from 1895 that I have. Yeah. And, like, what are we going to show someone? Like, I downloaded this book 100 years ago. <laughs> like, what's the fun of that? Like, what's the relic, you know? No, there's not, and you can't sell it. No, no. You're not going to get big money for that. Yeah, and, and, like, until, like, you know, because Apple's in such, like, a, a movement right now where it's, like, you've got to get the latest thing of everything. So I can't wait for, like, the next iPhone to come out and be, like, oh, you need to upgrade for 200 yeah, bucks no. to see your old books. <laughs> no. You know, it's, like, that's what's going to happen. They got yeah. you, you know. Um, did you, uh, so I didn't know you got your master's in English. Were you uh, from where? Um, Chicago University. No way. Yeah. And so what did you kind of get into from a book side of things? Because everyone kind of leaves that with like a little bit of like a sway. Is there any kind of I authors feel, or anything that you loved? I mean, I haven't, like I read a lot of books about psychology. I love books about psychology because that was my undergrad degree. Cool. So I graduated from Purdue with psychology, but like something that put makes you think. So I don't really like story books that like have a storyline to them. I like something that's like delving in like deep about the brain, about how people think and about social I don't know, like it sounds nerdy though. No, it doesn't. Just erase well that. not for not for me and you. Just erase Anybody that. who's listening just turned off the of the <laughs> yeah. podcast for sure. Um, just delete that part of the podcast. <laughs> But I saw the delving side of things is definitely, and I could argue that even for like the fiction, you can get this. It's a uh, study of sociology as well of the writer. Yeah, that's what I loved about it. Like like you, I loved um, sociology. I love psychology, yeah. and it was like you like when you read a book. You, especially like nonfiction or, f- or more so fiction, you would be able to kind of just dive into this guy's like entire mindset yeah. and like like and his brain for three hundred yeah. pages. Yeah. It's crazy, you know. Um, but I love that major. I, I go back to that campus. I went to Purdue North Central, and it's like this whole like romantic feeling. It's yeah. like I got to go to the library. I feel so good when I'm there, though. Like going down to Purdue Lafayette, it's so many memories and. Like like you said, like the library and all those like nostalgic things that just bring yeah. back like. And you think it'd be like bars and stuff, but like I was never that like, especially when I was there, it wasn't like that. It was more about just like doing the work, doing the writing, the reading. And it was, the library was like my second home. No, it was because you were always studying or you were always looking up something or researching and like that's where you spent most of your days. Definitely wasn't in the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, not for you. That's one of the crazy facts about you is that you've never drank. No. That's amazing. And the funny thing is my parents make their own wine. So it's like the craziest thing that like, 
I don't know. My <clears> brothers <throat> drink. My parents drink, and like. I see. I knew Mike and I had more in common. I'm a home brewer. <laughs> Are so you? That's unbelievable. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I haven't done it in a minute, but that's awesome. That's what made me love the the industry. Is yeah. that I, I did it probably. You know Nate Cunningham, right? Ashley Ashley Gunningham or Ashley okay. Getz. Okay, yeah. Why yeah. are you saying all these married names? It's confusing I know, me. Because like, I know them after their maiden their names. names. I know. So Ashley, Ashley <laughs> okay, Getz, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. her husband, uh, we used to homebrew for like about a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so it's like I got that passion for sure. No, and I feel that's a cool area to get into though because watching <clears> my family all my life like do winemaking and all the process that it takes it's really cool to watch it all happen oh yeah and like how it turns into wine that's crazy it's crazy it's a crazy yeah. process and that you've never tried yeah, i know <laughs> yeah. wild i mean i've gone 30 <clears throat> years without it why start now nah, you know, i wouldn't you might as I, well just I honestly wouldn't i'm trying this new thing where i'm trying to be sober for at least the next 24 hours is that because the baby's coming? No. <laughs> Earlier I talked about maybe not drinking for two weeks, but then as soon as I said that, I'm realizing like that's, that's a, a, a lofty time. goal. That's a lofty goal. I need to work on one day at a time right now, like a, like a true addict. You have um, to start with one day at a time and go through the whole two weeks. You're like, okay, just one more day. Just one, one more day. day. And then you get through 14 days and you're surprised. You can't believe See? it. Yeah, well, we've got uh, 79 cent uh, wings at Rosati's probably later, so that'll be a true test. Rosati's? Yeah. Oh my God, their pizza's so good. <laughs> So when it, we talked a little bit about community, and I don't want to dive over that. We didn't really get into what you do communal-wise. And so what are some of the stuff that you guys have going on? Uh, like now or just in general? In general, because you guys are pretty active. Your, your social media, you guys kill it on. You guys are always doing stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I can see, like, you're, I know you don't like to be in front of the camera, but no. I know it's all your no. employees are yeah, all in front of the camera fabulous. getting crazy, doing they're a lot fabulous. of stuff. And so, like, community-wise, yeah. what do you got going on? Um, well, we do the Aldi's thing every month so and that's, that's a really a cool, cool thing that's it's every amazing, month yeah so for the people who don't know um you guys get your tip jar right is yeah, that where the money yep, comes from yep. and so you don't dish that tip money out you save it in a pot and then you take that money you get it into all the gift cards yep. and then you go to the maryville aldi in particular yep. and you give everyone groceries it's amazing it's like the best feeling ever just like seeing the reactions and seeing yep. what they say because people are like confused they think they're on candid camera they do and they're always like what do i do like what do, what happens now yep and i could speak firsthand because i went to one <laughs> and i ended up getting kicked out of there um because of the camera you heard it here first <laughs> alan got kicked out of all these. i did i did uh i got i made them really nervous with all the amount of cameras and stuff that was going on um yeah. so they weren't into that no. so i got the boot but um you're right it seemed like the reaction of a lot of the people when you give them that money is like there's a, one of just shock and awe they yeah. just like they don't know what to do right yeah and you you uh again another thing you don't like to do what you don't like to be the one to actually pay for the groceries. You have your friend. No, do. I'm too shy. Like I don't like anything that causes attention. No, I don't want to. I just want to be in the background. <laughs> well, <laughs> like I can't go up to them. That makes me nervous. <laughs> so you do it every month. Yeah, that's incredible. And you and it's around two fifty a month. Well, it's been a lot more. Sometimes five hundred. No way. Six fifty. Yeah. So when it, people tip at Cafe Fresco, essentially that's what they're tipping for. Well, I th- because they know it's going to something, they tip a lot more because like they'll buy a three dollar drink and tip ten dollars, fifteen dollars. No like because way. they know where it's going, they're not gonna tip like it's just going to whoever. You that's know? Cool. They tip because they know where it's going, they know we're donating. And we also do stuff besides all these like donating there was this homeless guy that used that moved to Crown Point, um, and we had bought a bicycle for him because in order to get a job, he needed something to get to work. So the amount of questions I have from that statement is insane. So okay, he ahead. moved to Crown Point, but he's homeless. Is that a thing? He was homeless. Okay. And then he moved to Crown Point in with a <clears throat> church. 
Oh, okay. So he got a little bit of aid. Yeah. And then he, I met him randomly at the cafe, and then he was telling me, like, he can't get a job because he has no transportation. And I was like, that's something you don't think about. Like, in order to get to a job, you need some form of transportation. So, like, that's one of the things that was preventing him from, like, keep moving forward in his life, you know? So then we bought a bike from Walmart, and then he was riding the bike every day to his work, and he came back a year later. And it was the craziest feeling because no he way. walked in the cafe and I hadn't seen him since we gave him the bike. And he walked into the cafe and he's like, I just want to thank you, Brian. Like, because of you, I've been working at the gas station for a year now. And that's like the craziest thing because you like forget about those people, you know, like we gave him the bike and he was going on with his life. But then like he came back and I was just shocked when he walked in the cafe. Like, <laughs> Unbelievable. That's a great story. It's crazy. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah. Um, we uh, two weeks ago we had Bridget Harrison on from Innovations and Learning, and she brought for oh, yeah. National Down Syndrome Day, and she brought in two of her clients, and one had um, one was autistic, and one had Asperger's, and the autistic kid. Oh, he wanted to work at GameStop. He wanted to work yeah, at GameStop. And I we, heard that. We think Josh set that up for him. Really? Yeah. And, That's and, awesome. And it doesn't have to be. It was. Um, you didn't have to drive to the location from his house. Yeah, because he could walk there. I heard on your podcast yeah. it was in Hammond, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. So the doing good things fun. No, it's such a good feeling though. And if you're in a position like, especially <clears throat> local two one nine, you guys are in a position where a lot of people like you can reach a lot of people. Yeah. So you have connections and you have ways to like reach communities or reach people in the community that you wouldn't have been able to just as like yourself. Sure. You know. Sure. And that's an awesome platform to have. It is, and it unfortunately like it's like um, one of those things that we really try to emphasize and sometimes it gets on the back burner but we really like to collaborate with other people and that kind of seems to be something that keeps us motivated to do it because sometimes when we get so wrapped up in what we're doing day to day that's like some of the times we just forget that that's what we want to do and we're like you know we've been growing and it's just been hard yeah you guys have been really growing it's awesome when i see your posts about how many followers and like that's awesome you guys are doing really good (laughs) thanks i hear the magic number is ten thousand followers for us ten thousand ten thousand we're at 2500 right now but um i hear once we get to ten thousand we'll be it'll be a it'll be a game changer for us that's exciting. What yeah. are you going to do at 10,000? Is there going to be a huge giveaway? Well, at this rate, we'll probably be, that'll be about another year and a half. No, it'll be way sooner than you that. You think so? Yeah, you got to be optimistic. It'll be way sooner. If you got 2,500 in this short of time, man, you're going to be at 10,000 in no time. Well, it feels like a short amount of time, but it's been like four and a half months. That's it? That's it, yeah. I mean, it, and that's you already all... got 2,500 followers. Well, on Instagram, yeah. Man, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, well, thank you, Bree. I... <laughs> wow, I'm so impressed by you. Good wow. job. Well, we've been hitting the pavement super hard. And, like, tomorrow I have five meetings lined up. And then I know, like, yeah. and I, I, I've been just... Are those meetings at Cafe Fresco? Because then your rent goes up significantly. I actually have one at <laughs> Cafe Fresco tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, do you know Lindsay Kramer from uh, Prime? Is that her married name or her maiden name? I don't know. Name? That's a good question. I don't think she's married. <laughs> Okay. Uh, she's the PR person for Prime Real Estate. I think we're meeting there tomorrow. Oh, from Prime? Shut up. Yeah. yeah. She's coming to the cafe tomorrow? Yes. And we're talking. She's That's a huge awesome. podcaster. She loves podcasting. Yeah. And she listens too, so it's really cool. And um, she, uh, so she asked me to be the host of this event that they're holding at their at their um, at their place. They do crazy work. Like yes, they, they do. Oh my gosh, they're yeah. awesome at what they do. Their videos, their. Yeah, they they're, they're churning really, them really out. Good. They're churning them yeah. out, and I don't know Josh Leibold. Um, I met Andrew uh, a couple times, but Lindsay, 
Um, but she's got this thing that she's enti- like she's uh, tied up with. It's called the Publicity Club of Chicago, the PCC. Okay. And it's really just like it's all the media, and they yeah. get together and they have these conversations for people in the public to how the media covers stories. Okay, and so I'm yeah. hosting it. So, oh, look at you. Like, yeah, I'm f- it's fun. That's I just a big over deal. Headshot. I've never done it before, so fingers crossed. Wow, you know? that's awesome. Yeah, but it's uh, it's that's another way that we're so growing. So you're meeting her tomorrow? Yeah, but we're talking. Here talk- Magazine will be tomorrow at the cafe. My magazine? No, Here Magazine. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what? Doing what? They're going to do a photo shoot for Aaron Davis at no the cafe. No way. Aaron's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Aaron's He's a great a guy. Great, yeah. He worked on the Crown Brewing commercial that we put together. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. And I've seen him act. Without knowing yeah, him. Yeah, he's so And he's killer. Talented. He's killer. Yeah. I saw him do, I think, a Christmas carol, um, yeah. but it was made for radio because I was at Lakeshore at the time. And so hearing someone do all the sound effects behind the scenes was really cool. Yeah, Aaron's super talented. He does a lot of work for Bethel and for um, in downtown Chicago. He takes classes and does acting. And I met him because my employee, Allison, is his sister. Oh, really? So That's yeah. cool. But yeah, your magazine will be there tomorrow. You've got an interesting group of people working for you. They're all really, they're all really, I would say, as an old guy, hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the cutting edge of being definitely the definition of millennial in a really good way. No, and when I was thinking about it, I'm like, most of my employees are entrepreneurs. You know, like sure. Nash has his farm, Bree has her photography business. Like, they all have different, it's crazy to think like, yeah. Look at you, farming, farming entrepreneurs over there. No, that's awesome, though. It's awesome. It, like, yeah, to it have, is. like, a staff of entrepreneurs who know, like, how it is to be a business owner, like, how it is to do that, and they already have it inside of them, because that's what they do. Well, it seems like you give them a lot of free reign. As far as what? As far <laughs> as, like, be yourselves and take what you need out of this place while you're here. No, and I feel like that's what it, it should be, though, like... They're allowed to be themselves and be who they are and, like, help their own businesses thrive while still, like, helping my business. And I feel like it's a give and take because we both help out each other a lot. Sure. You know? But not everybody has that mentality. No, but I mean, like, as they have thriving businesses. Like, they're helping me, like, amazing, you know? Like, they're such huge assets to my company. All my employees are amazing assets. If it wasn't for them, I would have no business, you know? Sure. So, like, I have to give back to them the same way they've given to me for five years. Most of them have been there since the very beginning. And, crazy. Like, that's crazy to think, yeah. Five. So, those kids look like they're 18. How? <laughs> five years? Are you? How are you? Like, did you have to go to the school and get them to sign a waiver at thirteen? The child labor laws. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, most of them. Like the one started out when she was fifteen with a worker's permit, and now she's nineteen. And she's going off to college. And oh, you're like a parent, like a proud. No, but parent. it's like depressing. I was telling her last week. I'm like, you're going off to college. Like, you can't just leave. <laughs> She's been here since the beginning. Like, that's so crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. The one thing I always loved about Cafe Fresco, too, is the board. Yeah. And I you, love that so board. How you know who is, does our board? Who? Aaron Davis. No way. That's, so that's who designs his, our board every month. It's his brainchild. Yeah. So, so what is his, like, inspiration for it? So it's every month, right? Yeah. So we change the question every month, and it just depends. Like, we decide together. He'll give me ideas. I'll give him ideas. And we decide what we want the question to be. But it's part of, like, getting the community involved. Like, our focus is having community, and the top of it says community love because we're all about loving the community and something that they can interact together while they're waiting on their drinks. And Oh, yeah. So now it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? But it's funny because it's, like, a lot of children who are like, I want to be an astronaut, and I want to <laughs> be a firefighter. But it's cool to, like, remember back in the day, like, when you were little, what did you want to be? 
you know? Oof. What ba- did you want to be, Alan? Baseball player. Really? Yeah. That's that was awesome. My big thing. And then my uh, grandpa was like a bailiff for the city of Hammond, so I always wanted to be a lawyer. So oh, he like cool. lawyer or baseball player would have been my choice, but that was like a way around it. So um, for my mid twenties, it wasn't as like ambitious. Yeah. Um, in a different way, I was doing more like baseball stuff. And then when I was starting to get my English degree, I was like, well, maybe I should, because a lot of my my uh, other, my you know fellow students were going on to law school. Yeah. So well, maybe I should do that. But then I was like, you know what? I need to start making money. Yeah. So That's I didn't do that. Life. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do Darn it. Darn it. Yeah. And then I'm still not doing it because I'm here. Right? <laughs> No, but it's cool the different questions that we've had because it's like if some of them really get you thinking. You know, like this one's just a fun one, but some of them was like really made you think about everything, which is cool. What did you want to be when you were when you're growing up? Mine was like the craziest thing I remember in sixth grade. My mom still has the poster. It said I wanted to be an English teacher for Japanese and Chinese underprivileged first and second graders. Come on, like I don't know how I narrowed narrowed that down in sixth grade. (laughs) That like what? What? It's so weird. That's but, so specifically. Yeah, and lamb. in the back of the cafe, I used to have an English school. So for three years, I had an English school in the back. Come on. Teaching English as a second language, people from foreign countries. So your dad definitely rubbed off on you with oh, the English yeah. stuff. Well, it's funny because his undergrad is psychology. Oh, really? His undergrad is psychology. His master's is English, same as me. He had a counseling firm for a long time. No way. And then he was an English teacher. And then I taught English as a second language. That's but that was crazy. one of the most rewarding careers I've ever had, like watching people learn English. Like, you can't do anything, and you don't realize, that unless you're in a foreign country, like, what you can't do. Yeah. You so know? I, I've, uh, I, I know enough Spanish to get make me dangerous. And you know Spanish? Yeah. I had How did you learn Spanish? I had to take, uh, for the English degree for my undergrad, I had to take four semesters. And, like, college is, like, real. You know, yeah, it's like it's when you're real. taking a semester of Spanish, you really got to take a semester of Spanish, you yeah. know? And so I took a, I, I, I bought Rosetta Stone. I, I tested out of the first semester of Spanish, which oh, was wow. awesome. And then I just accelerated through the second, third, and fourth. And so I, I know enough. And then I went to the Dominican about a month ago oh, yeah. to film that baseball series. And I forgot, it was amazing how much I was starting to remember. If I was there like five more days, I could have spoke complete Spanish. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's impressive. Loved it. Well, I don't know if it's impressive. I still would have been like no grammar. But what nationality is your last name? Polish. Oh, do you speak Polish? Not at all. That's okay. I know. Maybe I got to start sprucing (laughs) up on my Duolingo. (laughs) Do you have any second languages? Well, my family's Italian. Really? Um, My parents speak not fluent, but they speak. My grandpa speaks 100% fluent. So we're half Italian too. And so it's like Italian Polish is what my family is. What kind of Easter do you have? Like, what kind of food are we talking about? A lot of food. A lot. A lot, a lot what of kind? food. What kind? If you could be specific. Like, it's. I feel like it's not really any, like, culture or anything. We just have, like, all kinds of, like, from everything. So. Like, Italian, American, like, it's all. Like, it's just a, a, a big pot, yeah. a big buffet style. It's like yeah. Golden Corral. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's so good. I know, because, like, my, my family, they do they do ham. That's like okay, seems to be yeah. the go-to, yeah. and then it's um, uh, mastacholi generally, oh, Italian and pasta, awesome. Italian sausage, Polish sausage, and then I'm trying to think what else. Oh, for some, we always get um, potato salad in there too. Oh, we don't have potato salad. No, but you have the others. Yeah, I mean, no, we don't have mastacholi. No, but that's an that's Italian for thing, Easter? isn't it? Sure, really? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Make me feel like I should be seconding. <laughs> Should we be should we should we be rethinking things? We have it for Maybe Christmas we need to all redo. the time. We have it for Christmas all the time too. Masa Yeah. Really? Yeah, I swear. 
I need to talk to your parents. You need to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> why? You're a why, why you're having masticcioli for Easter. Yeah, it's uh, I, but I love it. I love it. No, masticcioli is amazing. Yeah. It's really good. No, I think it's cool to have different like cultures and different ethnic foods. Oh yeah, because it like keeps alive like traditions and keeps alive like your nationality. Because I feel like too much gets lost in America, where some people wouldn't hold on to their nationalities. Sure. So. But. So you don't speak Italian. Speaking no. of holding on to nationalities. No, and, which is funny because we go to Italy every two years. <laughs> really? And like my relatives all speak like, because some of them still live in Italy and have never ever wanted to move to America. No way. And they like. I hear that's a thing too. Like if you're on the north side of Italy and the south side of Italy, like people hate each other and it's like they know exactly what kind of person that is. At least that's what the well, Godfather movies make it sound like. because think the southern Italy is like stuck up. Oh, is that what it and is? And like how often do you guys travel to southern Italy to know if they're stuck up or not? Really? <laughs> you know? So you had, so you experienced a little bit of that language barrier there. Yeah. No, it's hard for me because I took four years of Spanish, and it, Italian and Spanish is almost similar. Oh, really? But it's, like, enough different that you wouldn't know. Like, I can understand what they're trying to say, but I don't know how to answer in a sentence. Hmm. You know? You ever mess with Duolingo? What? Duolingo? Have you ever messed with that app? What's that? It's an app that teaches you um, foreign languages. Really? And it's really good. Like, I went, I've done the Rosetta Stone. Yeah. That's just, like, really confusing. You get to yeah. a certain point where they stop explaining things, and you're just like, I don't know what you're trying to make well, me say. Well, then it's trying to be full immersion. Yeah, well, That's the trick. But it happens too soon. Oh, yeah, no. Because, like, good. we start getting the verbs and, yeah. like, past tenses and, like, future tenses, and I'm like, I don't you're know like, what's happening. like, I'm not happening. there yet. <laughs> not there. I need, I need to put the, keep the training wheels on. And then Duolingo, though, really, like, it, it put, keeps the training wheels on a lot longer, and I loved it. Yeah. So check that out. That's a fun thing to do, like, no, 15 cool. minutes a day. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool app, though, to learn about that. Yeah, and it's any language you want. You can learn yeah. any language. My wife is Dutch. And so we've been uh, they talk about uh, like different types of um, I don't know backgrounds. Yeah, that's a real thing. They they Dutch. really oh yeah they they're uh, they're true to the game. They hold on to as much nationality stuff that's as they possibly cool, can. Though. Oh yeah, they got uh, we call it dunch where on Sundays uh, you don't eat dinner, you eat a huge lunch. Oh, that's awesome. Huge, so like yeah. one p.m. You're going to town, and who all comes over? Like it's a big thing. Well, it's definitely so. It's not as consistent as it was, but it's definitely a family thing. Yeah, yeah. And then um, grandparents, uncles, aunts. It doesn't matter. Um, and so that's usually like this massive meat and potato. Yeah. Feast. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, so we enjoy those. You have a local two one nine day where you invite all of us over and we just come and eat. That's yes, awesome. Yes, that would That's be a awesome. Good idea. Yeah, it would be. Like like uh, we get Chris Pappas or somebody to yeah. like or like a couple of chefs and do like a tour of the world. Yeah. Or maybe like the cuisine of this area. No, and I think that's what's cool because I feel like especially Crown Point is like really diversifying like their food and everything. I feel like there's enough <clears> diversity <throat> in Crown Point that it's starting to show in like the restaurants. Because when I went to Provecho and ate their food, I'm like, wow, this is like... And I guess I had never experienced, like, Latin cuisine because everyone, like, mistakenly assumes it's, like, Mexican, like... Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, like, its own category. It's crazy. It is. And um, it's, like, the uh, the way that they... So you guys ate... I felt like you and your mom ate light there that day. Well, because we were, like, so overwhelmed, we didn't know what to pick. <laughs> like, we're like, this kind of looks familiar. We'll order this. Like, we're like not as adventurous as you guys. You guys ordered, like, whatever you wanted. Yeah, and you can see our local 219 um, IG. Josh is holding the red snapper bone. <laughs> uh, but it's so interesting because they come out with, like, a huge plate, and it's almost like a shareable. Yeah. And they had the red snapper, and we had the ribs, the short ribs, I think. And that comes out with, like, tortillas and this oh, whole yeah. thing and, like, beans. And it's, like, it, like those meals are expensive, like, more pricey they're like 30 to 45 yeah. 50 bucks 
but, but it's like you're sharing. With the whole table. You're sharing, yeah, yeah. so it's not that bad. No, I think it's reasonable because for the <clears> amount <throat> of food that you get, you share with the whole table. So it's a really reasonably priced restaurant. Yeah. And I feel like everything we had, like you can really tell that Chris and all his cooks like really pay attention to detail when it comes to like the detail of every meal and like what goes in it and what complements each other. And oh, then they yeah. were suggesting like wines to pair with that. And I feel like they really did it upright because between Oliver and like Chris, like the tag team and Nick and like it was good. It's awesome. Nick's supposed yeah. to be on our Corey Nalen this Sunday. Nick, yeah. he's so great. I know. We're looking forward to he's it. Such a nice guy. Yeah, we. Uh, but you're right. The restaurant game is changing a little bit. I feel like we're still a little too top heavy on antique shops. Um, yep. I think that I'd like to see maybe one or two of those transition out, but I know how good a business that is. Yeah. Um, so until people don't want to sell antiques, they're going to be existing. Well, and I feel like the square is <clears> known <throat> for antiques, though. So, like, you take it out and then what? What's it known for? Well, so then someone's got to move, right? To kind of bring <laughs> Who's in. Gonna move? <laughs> someone's got to move in or move out for the, to kind of transition it into more food. Um, so I'm just suggesting maybe not having six antique malls, maybe three okay. would still be fun. Yeah. For everybody. And some of those places have insane square footage. Yeah. Insane, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so I'm thinking like that. And like Prime, I haven't eaten there a ton, but it seems really, a lot of people enjoy it. Yeah. You know? I ate there twice, yeah. And they got the, yeah. they got the sushi thing up top, which is I've really never cool. been to the sushi place, but I heard it's awesome. Are you a sushi fan? Oh, my gosh. So I like how, what kind of sushi, sushi are we talking? Are you talking like full throttle sushi? Like raw? Like anything. Eel, like really? whatever. Oh, my God. I was in Aruba once and it ruined sushi for Shut me. Shut up. Swear. Wait, have you ever been in the sushi place in Grand Point? Yeah, but I, I I can only go basic. I like I I saw. Like, oh, you go to like the California roll or something boring. Yeah, I'm really? boring like that. Helen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a texture thing for me. Like the um, so we were in Aruba and we had this house. It was an awesome house. It was on the on the ocean. And at night there'd be like lights going around the ocean, and we could actually like fish off the dock. Yeah. Well, Nate Gunningham was on the side of the the dock, and he's like getting us, and we're seeing squid, like swimming through there. And he pulled this, and at one point it was like becoming a joke because these squids are like super smart. Yeah. Like you can't just like they don't just latch onto the the hook. And I'm not a fisherman, but so, but they they don't just latch onto the hook. They like you get them like halfway up and they fall off. They like they're yeah. smart enough to get out of it. Yeah. And so you have to like at least we were doing it this way, which is probably some type of fish cruelty. Is <laughs> like they get it halfway up and then you've got to like whip it up in the air, and so it comes really? up. Yeah, it's like catching a fly ball Shut at one up. point. I swear. And then it would come down, hit the deck, right? And then so at one point. Nate? Is it like squirming on the deck? Oh yeah, no, oh, it's no crazy. Way. It's no crazy. Way. And then he takes the he takes the squid because he doesn't mind touching it and stuff. Like me, like touching no, fish I'm is like I'm out. Ew. You know, that's where it starts getting crazy. And then he touches it, and I for a moment there, I thought he was gonna die. His eyes got this big, and it's it like it, it just um, what do they call that when it inked? It inked him. So, like, it looked like this thing just threw oh, yeah, up all over Oh, yeah, it's a defense him. mechanism. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, like, some sort of poison, and so did he for a second. And so that kind of ruined it for me when it comes to the higher end oh, That's because sushi. that's why you never ate the sushi? Yeah. Really? squid in general I've kind of oh, backed off of because it was that traumatic of an experience. <laughs> no, you had to try it. It's so good. Okay. It's awesome. Those... I go to the one in Munster. There's this really good sushi place in Munster. What's that called? Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball. Yeah. That sounds intense. It's across the street from my Munster location. Is oh it my really? Goodness. Where's it's your so Munster location good. at? Cause I had it's been. on Calumet Avenue. It's by next to Chipotle and Five Guys and Panera and Dunkin' Donuts. It's an awesome location because it's right in the I middle of all the franchises. Yesterday. Were you? We were just there yesterday. Where'd I went you to go? Noodles and Company. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then we met with uh, Athena from Amp Public Relations at Starbucks right there. Yeah. Yeah. 
good times over there. Yeah. No, it's a great location, and, like, it's right off the highway, so, yeah. But didn't you say you're trying to get rid of that? Get rid of it? No. I thought, okay, maybe that was a moment where I caught you, where you were not feeling great. Did you get me when I was overwhelmed? (laughs) Yeah, because I remember at one point, you're like, I think I'm just going to get rid of one of them. Did you catch me in an overwhelmed state? (laughs) Must have. No, I feel like it's hard to balance two locations. Like, I'm learning after two years now of how to do two locations, and, like... To figure out like the method to the madness and because i feel like i perfected doing one but like then it's like when you have a second child like how did the two of them mix together you know right. like how does it work and like being by myself it's like figuring it out and just figuring how to do it well you spend some days over there some days in crown point and yeah. so you're bouncing back and forth i hear that th- opening a third location is when it gets insane yeah, I'm not doing that. That's what I hear. Two is, is like, my limit. I hear two is tough, but two at three, like, no, you need no, a staff. No, 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 I'm good. Mm-mm. Nope, two is plenty. So what made you become an entrepreneur? Like, what are some things that are built into you from the entrepreneurial? Is it the, communi- is it the community side of things? Well, I feel like it's my dad because growing up, like, he had always had the yoga room, you know? So, yeah. like, that's all I saw when I was growing up. And, like, I'm going to own my own business. I don't know what it's going to be. But, like, the story of Cafe Fresco is, like, the most random story. <laughs> like, how I got... <laughs> It's well, like, you might as well tell our listeners now. Okay, what, what so I was looking to buy a building on the square. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know where Sometime Before is next to the theater? Um, no. It's to the right of the theater. It's an antique place. Oh, okay. No, I do not so know what that is. So it's to the right of the theater. And so I looked at that building originally, and we couldn't come to an offer between the two of them. The, we would offer and counter offer. So then the building that I'm in currently was up for sale. And so I tried to buy it, but there was too many liens on the property. So it went to the sheriff's sale in Crown Point at the government center. And so I went to the sheriff's sale, and I was the only one that showed up. I was by myself, and so at the time I was 22 or 23. And I, they're like, now bidding on one North Court. And I raised my hand, and they're like, okay, you got it. No, I'm like, wait, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to win it. So, like, now what do I do? And they gave me the keys to the building, and I'm like, what do I do? No like, way. I never thought I would win it because, like, my real estate agent was like, oh, Brian, there's going to be so many people. Like, it's a corner building. It had just been remodeled because they had a fire. And so he's like, I mean, you can go, but, like, who knows what's going to happen. So then I won it, and then there was a tenant in there. So he rented for a year, and then I went down to Sarasota, Florida. I was on vacation, and this guy was like, I'm retiring with my cafe. Like, just give me a couple thousand. I'll sell you my whole cafe. And I called my dad, and I was like, so, Dad, you know how I just bought a building? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I bought a cafe in Florida. (laughs) And he was like, you better not have. I'm like, well, it's already bought. (laughs) Unbelievable. he was so mad. I don't think I've ever heard that story. Yes, I bought the cafe in Sarasota, Florida. So every single thing in the cafe, the sinks, the counters, everything's from Sarasota, Florida. No way. So, so then my just... dad drove down to Florida to help <clears throat> once me he, once ship Once he cooled down. Stuff. He was so mad because I had already bought it. Like, I was just telling him that I bought it. He was like, I thought you were just on vacation. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> opportunity arises. And <laughs> so then I shipped the cafe up and... Open Cafe Fresco. That's crazy. But it was never, like, my dream when I was little. Like, not... You know, like, it wasn't, like, my whole life stream to, like, have a cafe. It's just, like, everything aligned with buying the building and the cafe in Florida and... Unbelievable story. I had no idea that was it. It's crazy. That is crazy. It's almost like Manifest Destiny. Yeah. And I feel like that's what drives me every day because I'm, like, so many instances lined up to get me where I am. So, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Right. Like, too many things fell into place for it not to be, like, my destiny and my 
you know crazy it's weird is it, I, I love thinking in those terms yeah i do i do love thinking in like there's like uh the the, the aspect of fate yeah and destiny it's insane no, and I feel like too many things are lined up where, like, you, there's no other way to explain it. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way I was the only one buying the building. How? It's a corner lot. Oh, yeah, for it sure. It has an apartment upstairs. Like, that pays the mortgage, you know? Oh, yeah. It's, like, foolproof. And then, like, finding this cafe, just give me a couple thousand. Like, nobody does that. No. <laughs> like, the machines themselves cost a ton of money. Oh, yeah. And, like, the sinks and everything. And, like, the guy still keeps in contact with me because he said he feels like I'm his granddaughter. <laughs> so he's like, how's the cafe doing? What are you doing now? Like, yeah. That is an awesome story. I know even for, like, this, uh, Bridget Harrison, uh, the person from a couple weeks ago, she had, like, some great advice. And it was, um, if it feels easy, you're going down the right path. And I know that seems weird to say. But she's like, as soon as it starts getting hard, like you've got to like rethink about what's going on, and it's so yeah. true. It's such a true thing because when it's when it's easy, it's like that is like life telling you that you're yeah. on the right path in some capacity. No, and I feel you like know? that's a lot of the thing because like all the support that we get for both locations is like we get so much community support. It like feels easy because it's like there's too many people supporting you for you ever to fail, you know, like mentally supporting you, physically supporting you, like all these different ways they're supporting you. And like, you can't fail. You have way too much support. That's true. You know, and it's good that we have that community of people like with you guys and like all the other local businesses on the square. It's like, there's too much support. We can't fail. Yeah. We've got to, we, we, I can't wait to start getting those events together because I'm essentially, I'm trying to treat it like we're going to throw a party. Once, yeah. a, once a month <laughs> and then bring everybody it'll be like a together block party. it'll be like a, a business owner that block party awesome. yes yeah that would be cool you bring the masacholi <laughs> i'll have to get my mom on that one she's you don't even make it i have i'm like the worst cook ever are you serious swear like i can't even make grilled cheese shut up swear like you need to go with chris and get trained i know well we were gonna do like uh, like we did for your dad on the hot yoga room which is a piece that we're gonna be <laughs> Your, your her dad Mike uh, put us through the the ringer on uh, the hot yoga one day. Me and the, a, a couple of people from the staff, and we're gonna do one where um because Provecho is closed on Monday. I yeah. think we're gonna do one where the gang does uh like right, work, yeah, works a restaurant. Needs to cook. That's yeah, that, awesome. I do need some lessons. I think I'm really good at grilling. I'd say grilling is oh, my see, forte. Good. Yeah, that's but what that's the block like, party's about. But I'm, you're gonna be uh, yeah. grilling. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, but as soon as we get into like the winter stuff, I'm out. No, you're grilling. I you're gotta grill. Yeah. I gotta grill. Like grilled cheese, can't do it. We can't have a block party in the winter, so you're good. Okay, let's you're do good. it then. A business we'll block party. A business block party. I love it. And then uh, the idea behind the idea was that we're gonna get a, a venue and we're gonna host somebody. So the owners got to do it. And I already approached Station Twenty One for one, but I want to plan out the next twelve. Because it's like you being ambitious. Good job. Well, you have to with this because at least one of the things I'm sure you you have down to a science is like I can't function on a day to day routine. No, that's stressful. All the me time, out. it's yeah. too stressful. Yeah, no. Like no. even you for have like to plan. the Tuesday takeover yeah. stuff, that's eight weeks in advance. Those have been awesome though. The well, Tuesday thanks. takeover is really cool. I really love that. Uh, the I, I feel like it wasn't a great pro- representation, but I thought the booking bell, that 15 year old girl that did like the yeah, book stuff, that was awesome. She's so talented. And it's incredible that she has that kind of mentality and vision at that age. No, and just to even think about that, like to have a whole page devoted to like books and like about books, I think it was really cool. Yeah. Just everything she was talking about, I'm like, that is such a unique twist on like regular social media. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's definitely got its own niche. Yeah. Which is crazy. And when she was like, it opened my eyes when she took it over because all these people that are doing similar things, it's like a community online of people doing that. So it's really cool to see. 
Um, and we've, been, we've had our eyes open with a million different things like that. And we're doing another one, too, that, um, again, another undertaking that just causes a lot of um, up upfront production um, or producing to kind of schedule it all out. But we really, I, I personally want to start seeing the day in the life of more people from this area. That isn't That'd be all, awesome. And so we've got a couple people that are, I'm really excited already. That's just, so I just got to just take the time, the three hours, and just sit yeah. down and just <laughs> and just program it. I just, that's what I have to do. And that's so, the hardest time, though, to devote time to sit down and, like, focus solely on one thing. It's so that's hard. hard. Yeah. Do you know a guy by the name of Mark Ulrich? Or Ulrich? It's one of the two. What does he do? He owns uh, Rethink Church in Maryville. Oh, yeah. Good dude. Yeah. Good dude. I met with him uh, a couple days ago. Wait, how did you meet him? Uh, the Epic, uh, so the Young Professionals uh, group through the Crossroads Chamber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Rethink Church. Yeah. They're an awesome, awesome I haven't group. been there yet. I'd like to oh, go to a service. Yeah. I would like, we go to Faith most of the time, and so uh, I would like to go there and drop in to see a service, um, especially no, him doing they it. They really know what they're doing over there. Really? Like, yeah. Cool. They're a great, great team. Well, we're yeah. trying to partner up on something that I think is a couple <laughs> weeks out, but um, it's still really cool. He's a good dude. Yeah, and, um, he's super nice. Super nice, yeah. and he's very smart, you know? Um, and so I think uh, we, we've got something in the works that I wish I could talk about publicly, but... Um, it's all good. Yeah. yeah like an fbi agent there's something you just can't dog about <laughs> that's what's so hard about this though because people steal your stuff so much oh, i know i know i'm sure you feel that oh, way i know right it's you like try you try to advertise and people just steal it it's yeah. it, doesn't it drive you crazy yeah. it's like where's the original like there's no way i could see someone's thought and mm-hmm. then just straight no, up take so it. guilty me too yeah. i'd feel like an idiot no, but the funny thing is, like, now we're starting with Zach Bishop, who does our social media now. We're starting to do, like, teaching people how to, like, make lattes or make different stuff. But the more you delve into it, the more, like, seeker you have to be, which is, like, the craziest thing. Like, right. teach people how to make our butterbeer latte, you know? Okay, you're showing everyone. There they go. Like, it's public knowledge now. Yeah, and they can you know? just take it. And not something as simple as that, but, like, showing videos of, like, how we make stuff. You have to be careful, like, what you're showing, which is, like, the silliest thing. You should just, like, why do you have to be concerned about people stealing your ideas? You shouldn't have to worry about I it. I would feel terrible <clears throat> if I stole someone's ideas. Like, it's their idea. Same here. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just mind-boggling. I've had to block a couple people because of it. Because oh, yeah, I'm now, sure. now it's like I can't even I'm let you sure. see anything we're doing, and you're gonna have to hear about it second nature. Yeah, because it's just too much. It's like it drives me insane. No, and if you're not the first person to like vocally say it, then people think it was their idea. Right, and like, yeah. <laughs> and I can't put fifty bucks behind every yeah. post yeah. to make sure people see everything we're doing. You know, so it just drives me crazy. It's one of my pet peeves. Yeah, that in like bad media drives me nuts. It drives What's me bad media? Oh my God, you're gonna get me in trouble, Bernie. No, what? Don't describe. I, I. What does the term "bad media" mean? It's my like, description of just people that aren't doing it properly. In oh, my like mind. bad social media. No, just bad media in general. I think that's probably one of the things that plagues this area in particular, and I think it's because of the mental incapacity we've shaped this area to think. And like I think talking badly to, about each other. I think it promotes a mentality that is not optimistic or positive. Oh, yeah. We shouldn't have that. Everything <laughs> no, needs to no. be optimistic. Everything's rainbows and butterflies. It should be. And I'm, I'm tired of hearing about the crime that's going on in this area when I've never seen it. And I'm tired of hearing about the... Do you know the first murder was in my building? No way. Isn't Ever? Isn't it crazy? Ever? Yeah. It's in the books at the library. At Get the out of here. Library. Get out of here. Yeah. So when was that? No, but that's a cool crime. I mean, not that it's, <laughs> that's not a cool crime. <laughs> Thanks for I'm shutting like, that down no, for me. No, because I'm on the ghost tour. 
Like my building's on the ghost tour. There's a ghost tour? Yeah. Uh, during Halloween, there's a ghost tour I had no square. idea. I had no idea. Anyways, mine was the first murder. Really? Ever? Yeah. Yeah. Ever recorded in Crown Point, Indiana. That's wild. And yeah. so was it like, did it happen like right underneath your sink? On the <laughs> like where did that happen in that building? <laughs> On the stairwell to the apartment. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. And Sick. I was talking to you, do you know Old Green Shutters? Old Green Shutters. That's what next that? to Dollar General. Next to Station 21. No. The green and white building. They have an escape oh, room yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Like the, okay. Uh, okay, yeah. The owner of that was the sheriff who responded to the murder. No way. Yeah. How long ago was that? That sounds like forever 1960 ago. 1960 or 1950-something. So it took it took until the 1960s for Crown Point to have its first murder. Okay, but that could have been first. Doc- who knows how they documented murders back in, like, Cowboys and Indians. I don't know. <laughs> like Cowboys and yes. Indians. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. No, but that's the first. If you look in the Crown Point Library, they have the story about it. It's really? the most intriguing story. Oh, we'll have to check that out. Yeah. I would love to do, like, a hidden history of Crown Point. That'd be no, so fun. No, it's cool. But yeah. go ahead. You were talking about crime. I don't know what Sorry I was to talking about. Now. I was oh, going down some say about rant. Crime. Is that a unicorn in that picture? I've been like so distracted by the flying horse in that picture. No, I believe it's a dragon. Which one really? are you talking about? Really, the white about? one with the wings. Oh, that's definitely a pony. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Let me see. I love unicorns. I was hoping it was a unicorn. I don't know. Looks like a little dragon. So that's a Pearl Jam 20 poster, which is celebrating their 20th year together. And they had like a festival at Alpine Valley. And that was the poster they were selling. And that poster epitomizes all the old posters that the artists used to do. So there's like a million posters. So like, for example, um, you see that like, see that guy pouring the steel up there? Yeah. In the 40-year one, that guy might be in the 40-year picture. Ah, So it kind of all comes together full circle. Yeah. For those people who are crazy about that. That's awesome. Yes. But I, yeah, so I, I was just going to go down a stupid rant, and I'm glad you stopped okay. me. So you're, you're, no, a I just wanted, because when you said crime, I was like, yeah, I was thinking about that because they do the ghost tour every year, and like people crowd around Gap Bay Press calling, and they're like, <laughs> let me see where the first murder was. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you shut me down right away. <laughs> I don't so. think my tenant wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> to open her apartment so you guys can see where the murder was. <laughs> I, we do have something in plan for the go to the top of the courthouse in the clock tower. Shut up. Yeah, that's going to be fun. You're going to get arrested. No, we've got... How are you going to go in the I've clock tower? I've got peeps. I've got networking peeps. We were good. Really? We might have to break in, but we'll, we'll get there. We will get there. <laughs> if any police officers are listening, <laughs> turn it off It's now. not me. It was not me. Alan's not going to jail. We can't have him in jail. I was I was going through this stage of like graffiti art, street street art yeah, in I particular, saw that. and that I was love awesome. it. I'm still in the phase, but I was really going to be a little bit more active in it. Um, and so I had this idea of uh, spray painting the facade on um, the Crown Point uh, Theater. I'd not, I haven't done trouble. it. I can't get in trouble. I haven't done it. But okay. I was thinking about like a way to kind of, because it was driving me crazy that place was closed. It's like, well, that place should yeah, not be closed. Yeah, that's really sad that after they it remodeled, is. they closed. And I have so many memories growing up of that theater. Really? It was like, because you'd have $2 idea. The- movie tickets, you yep, know? Yep, yep. $2 me, me, I, well see I don't think I've ever actually been to a movie there so I'm kind of opposed it in that sense it was awesome it was like the concession stand and like it was a family run business for so many years and I know it was second run movies like it was never the first but like growing up we would walk up to the movie theater and get our popcorn and movie for $2 that's awesome that's super cheap yeah. I think you can make that place um, I'll, I'll give this publicly I don't care I just want to rather just see it happen I would like to see that place own the second run movie and start to kind of really play old movies there 
That would be awesome. Like what? Screw the whole like new movie thing. Like a dinner in thing. theater would be yes. awesome. Yes, give me some alcohol. Yeah. Give me some food. Yeah. Make the seats comfortable. Yeah. Um, and then just like play Rocky Four. Yeah, I'm in to see that awesome. in a theater. I've never seen. Well, it. I think with the revitalization of like the square <clears throat> and everything, and now that they're putting that new place in next to the cafe, like I feel like it needs something like that. That's like a dinner and theater or something oh, fun yeah. that like brings the whole family out. Because I feel like theaters locally are being like revitalized and like brought back to life, and that's something cool that Crown Point could have. Heck yeah, you know? it'd be the greatest, and it'd be unique for this area. Yeah, I think the only theater that's doing anything similar is the Hobart Theater. That's awesome. They play Rocky three Horror Picture next Show. To them? Yeah, yeah, they're jumping up there. Hobart's a little yeah. different than I thought it was. No, Hobart like has really turned the Librarium <clears throat> Cafe in Hobart is awesome. Is it? Like that? Yeah. If you like anything, they have like games and like it's all like Harry Potter and different like board games and card games. And, and is that a coffee shop too? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And the two, owners are amazing. There's two coffee shops I haven't been to that I've been dying to go to, and that's Which one? that one and Grindhouse. Grind, Gabe from been. Grindhouse. I haven't He's been in it. Such a great guy. And we follow each other on social media, and we've like at least we've liked each other's stuff, and usually that's how we start the conversation. And He's I so still have supportive. Is yeah, he cool. like as far as the coffee community go? Have you been to Dagger in Valpo? Dagger, no. Oh, he's, come on, that's your third one you haven't I been know. to. I gotta write these. No, down. but I feel like Gabe and Dan, Dan from Dagger Mountain and Gabe from Grindhouse are like such huge coffee supporters like any cafes that open they're always like if you have any questions Brian, just let us know if you need any help like the two of them have been such amazing guys as far as like our coffee group you know like cool. the coffee cool. society the coffee society <laughs> I, we've been to fluid plenty yeah fluid's uh, awesome they have intelligentsia oh yeah, yeah. Up, so that's the thing so like depending yeah. on the coffee they have um i went to uptown really enjoyed that yeah they just have their drive-thru open today in crown point oh really yeah. so it's open now yeah. i've been in that pita pit like three times already See, they're right next door. I've been dying for falafel you for should, so oh, long. Yeah. I love falafel. The pita pit is awesome. Oh, Their my food gosh. Is, yeah. Yeah, so I've been jumping into that. But you got to go next door to Uptown and get your drink. I will. They're, well, yeah. then, no, I'm going to just go to Cafe Fresco. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. You got to support local. We're all local businesses. That's the thing. And so what I would like to start doing is I'm, I think I'm going to stop meeting in, in uh, commercially owned places. Like what? Like Starbucks. No, don't meet there. I think I'm done with it. Why are you it. giving your money to Starbucks? I don't know. I feel like well, I got to start and... making conscious decisions. Because like, you start getting into, like, what's a coffee shop in Munster? I have no idea. No, I have no Dunkin idea. Don't get down on Starbucks. There's nothing local. Okay, yeah. so then, like, someone needs to meet in Munster. It's yeah. like, let's just go to Starbucks. And I'm yeah. like, I don't want to go through, like, GPSing a local coffee yeah. shop. That's closer. Yeah. I've been to Troost, though. I was at Troost yeah, a Troost couple weeks ago. Yeah, Troost and Lansing is really, That was really cool. Good. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed that. They just had their first open mic night last week. I saw that. Really? I see yeah. you've been doing that. Yeah, we have one on Friday. Is that fun? Are you going to come to it? Oh, my gosh. You have to sing. I have to sing. How good are your vocal cords? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Um, if so you will use... you be giving up alcohol Friday, or can you drink and then uh, sing? It's been a long time since I've done that. I would have to <laughs> probably like, I'd have to probably ease into it, not drinking. No, that's been 48 hours. I need to like really think about how I would want to approach that without getting into like singing. But I, you know what? Karaoke doesn't doesn't uh, stop me. I mean, I can do karaoke. Yeah, see? You could do open mic then. Yeah, I think I could do it. I just need a guitar. Yeah. Yeah, but and I... Saturday we have a pop-up shop. What's that mean? We have local vendors that are going to set up shop in the cafe. That's really cool. It's going to be awesome. That is yeah, awesome. We have people that make clothing and make jewelry. And, like who? Is uh, it, tell me after eight. Do you know? No. They have their place on the square. I know, but they're a They're awesome, though. That's cool, yeah. Jamie and Kevin, they're oh, such yeah. great people. They've always been huge supporters of the cafe. They're really great Yeah, family. Kevin's awesome. Yeah. 
what was I saying? Pop-up vendors. Oh, yeah. So um, uh, KQ Creations is one of them. Um, do you know Levi from Open Fire Media? Yep. Yeah, so he makes clothing, like vintage clothing. No way. I had no idea. So he's going to be one of the vendors on Saturday. That's cool. Yeah. But it's it's just a bunch of like local vendors that like come into the cafe and I kept thinking like I have to find ways to support them and like they don't have their own shops they just do it like out of their houses mm. and there has to be some kind of event that we could have that would be you know That's awesome. That's a so. great idea. Anything else to look out for for Cafe Fresco? That's it. That's it. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've already been talking for over an hour, which is crazy. Time flies when you're having fun. I know. I don't. It doesn't feel like it feels like twenty minutes, I know. <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah, uh, but uh, is there anything you want to kind of tell people where to find you or anything? Because I'm you sure this is the last time you're going to be on here. Fresco. <laughs> and across everything. <laughs> and it's really hard to get a hold of you, uh, your personal stuff. So just I'll take that out of the, the the concept right now. You can just find her on Cafe Fresco everywhere. And she won't ever be on it either, which is yeah. even more fascinating. Um, but you're always found in the comments. You're a yeah, commenter. Yeah, you're yeah. in there. Um, and uh, again, thanks for listening. Um, Thank thanks you for guys. coming in. Thank That's, you for inviting me. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. awesome. I know this won't be the last time. We'll have to have some like coffee or, or cafe. Or, what we're am I naming saying? a coffee after you, so we're going to see you all the time. I'm in. And we just got to figure out a charity to give it to. Seriously, yeah. that'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, and so uh, again, we'll have some like coffee dais where we can just start talking about the future of coffee maybe we'll yeah, get to some of these get people Dan and in there. Gabe in here. there you go maybe yeah. that's a purpose perfect reason to do it maybe even yeah. a net somebody's yeah. doing like gypsy brewing Small for co- yep. for coffee it's cool yeah. um but again thanks for coming in and uh you can find us across all platforms on itunes and soundcloud um and we are doing videos of the stuff which you can find on facebook and instagram so thank you for listening and you can find us across all platforms at local 219 and on twitter at local underscore 219 take care